This is Detroit Talk City. Welcome to Detroit Talk City, the refuge for KISS Army deserters, defectors, and draft dodgers. I'm your host, Scott Malone. With me, as always, is the wonderful Chris Cook. Hey, Scott. Hey, everybody. Oh, my (laughs) voice is cracking right off the bat. That's a perfect way to start a show, isn't it? this is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Voice is cracking, but there's there's an excitement in the air. Mm -hmm. We'll get to it, because, spoiler alert, everyone, this is going to be our first episode with with a guest. I think it probably says it on... The file too yeah, that the, you download. The, the, fuck you, man. Okay, but all right. Well, we're starting out really aggressive. Maybe, maybe, why don't we just? Why don't we just? Maybe people aren't like really closely looking at the episode titles. Fair right? point. Fair point. They're here for that 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 meaty goodness because that, that 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 kiss slab of beef. All of our wonderful subscribers just download it and listen to it and just love it. I, as far as I can tell, so far. Uh yeah. Uh, this is probably a good thing for us to jump off on. Is this is our sixth episode of Detroit Talk City, and this is our first episode we're recording since. We went live. Since launching the show. Yeah. It's been an exciting week, mm-hmm. seeing all the activity that's going on. <laughs> it's it's been really wanna, neat. I don't want to touch on that, uh, <laughs> Maybe it's a little too inside baseball, but... Uh, well, you know, it's it's been really interesting because we knew this show would have an appeal far outside our circle and specifically our geography. Yeah. So it's just been very interesting seeing where our listeners and where people are engaging from yeah like you know like we we were we were out on the town last week and you know kind of ramping up for like the show's release and uh, hyping it up and and overwhelmingly like (laughs) the response is why why are you doing that (laughs) we don't relate to this at all Um, we are uh, living, living in Edmonton. This has nothing to do with the Edmonton arts scene. And our, our statistics kind of back that up. Yeah. Uh, and based on our statistics, many of you that are listening are men between 45 and 54. Uh, and so welcome. Welcome in. We're very glad that you're here. Listening to a couple of schmucks in their, in their early 30s, you know. We'll get there eventually, you know, God willing, you know, so. <laughs> Just... Listen to us uh, mostly shit on Kiss, but we're trying. We, we try. I th- I actually think we've been a lot more positive than like what I expected it to be when we first started doing the show. I think so too. Yeah, but whatever. Uh, F- it's very it. very exciting that it's all up and running. Totally. Uh, yeah. Once again, we wanna we wanna thank everyone that's been checking it out. Of course, we wanna thank. Um, our artist Jay Douglas, who did the cover art, I think that's been a, a really helpful thing. It's oh, just like yeah. seeing that image, like when you see it in uh, Apple Podcasts and and not in Stitcher. Thanks a lot, you fuckheads. Um, <laughs> but everywhere else, it just looks so sharp. You know, mm-hmm. it really, yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah. So um, I guess we'll just play like a little bit of catch up before bringing in our guest. Um, I believe the last episode, Chris, we got. Um, with the harrowing tale oh, yes. of your of you of you scalding yourself of, of the scalding <laughs> incident. Uh, update how, on how, that. How you doing? Legs healing beautifully. Uh, beautifully. Beautifully. <laughs> it's it's going to be a pretty nasty scar, uh, but it feels a lot better now. And now it just looks gross. Now on you my just leg. you just you just look disfigured. Yeah, and I 
tell you, like, honestly, every time I've been making coffee since, I've been very <laughs> careful. I heeded my advice. Coffee can scald you, so you should be very careful. And my roof is still stained from coffee grounds. Uh, so that's pretty good catch up. Well, yeah, it's a it's 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 a dark reminder of of of, our, of, of an awful moment in your life that you get to relive it. Our guest forever. is looking very confused, and I've realized, like, oh, of course he hasn't heard this story because that episode hasn't been released yet. Exactly. I kind of warned him, like, oh yeah, you're gonna kind of be thrown into some crazy story. But anyway, um, he's sitting right here. We don't want to make him wait anymore. Um, he is a longtime friend of both Chris and I. Um, he, you would know him a lot of people around the world because he's actually done some work on some films like Interstellar and The Revenant. Uh, he, again, he's, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a crazy man. He's and, a wild man. And Scott, he's the reason you and I met. Holy shit. Um, wow. Well, let's get into it. Uh, please welcome our friend Stephen Kivett. Hi. Hey, buddy. Hey, guys. Is that so? I forgot yeah. about that. I, I, I actually forgot about yeah. that as well. Because I was down in Red Deer working on we were working on a fringe show together dead lovers day yeah and yeah. steve brought me over that was when you were living with Teresa, and steve and Teresa brought me Holy over to your place shit. Oh, wow. and yeah. then i picked out a bad religion record from your shelf put uh-huh. that on and that's when you came home and you heard that bad religion was playing and said who who picked that and i was like me. Because Teresa would never would never oh, yeah. choose it, to do that. <laughs> You're sitting in the corner, shy. Hi, it's me. Like, oh, I hope that's okay. Like, oh, well, I guess we're just gonna have to become best friends now. <laughs> oh wow, pretty much. Well, guys, I guess I, I guess all I have to really say is uh not only to you but also the listeners you're all very welcome (laughs) that i put this together and you know what you're welcome here on the show thank you you know steve there i mean let's i I guess let's get into it um you have um no connection to kiss at all which by the way listeners we will be talking about kiss and love gun in depth later it's not just going to be us all just totally dicking around i mean do we have to though (laughs) we we do do. have to okay it is it is the premise but um steve what's your um what's your what's what's your connection with music and uh or kiss if any if if we can (laughs) oh well i mean first first and foremost um i have almost no connection with kiss whatsoever do you have like an earliest memory of kiss um like when your first time you like realized that they were a thing you know i was i was trying to think about this um and 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 i think that my my earliest memory of kiss really being a thing um is actually a a good friend of of my mother's her son used to babysit me Mm -hmm. um and he was a big classic rock fan um and on his wall he had a drawing. I don't know who did the drawing, but he had a drawing of Gene Simmons. Okay, I in, would argue that he's not a classic rock fan. In, okay, well, <laughs> oh, shots fired. That is that was the, that was the the, it's, the it's first rock, thing that I can write. It's rock. If I mean, it's you know, Paul, if it was Paul Stanley, I'd be like, all right. Okay, but. maybe. And you know, the wow. the other funny thing is that you really know, like, thrown shade on Gene. <laughs> I used to I used to get like uh, you know um, you know as as I got older uh, and and so did so did this guy that mm-hmm. used to babysit me. Uh, I would get some of his clothes, um, you know, just like secondhand wow. stuff. And it's like, hey, do you want any of these things? And the only piece of clothing that I can actually remember that sticks out in my mind very very clearly was a crop top <laughs> shirt that was like. 
you know, like 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 one of those football jerseys <laughs> like or something like that. Tour? Yeah, and I put it on, and it was just like my entire belly button is just showing. And I uh, I was like, I don't want anything to do with this. And of you course, right immediate away. right away. And I was like, if this is the kind of flavor that you like, and then I saw Kiss up on your wall, I think I know two things that I'm no longer interested in for the rest of my life. <laughs> So that's kind of my earliest memory of like even knowing what Kiss was. And then of course, uh the the um I think you actually mentioned on on the first episode, mm. um uh the Detroit Rock City, the yep. movie. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like, you know, the 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 first time that I ever realized that it was like a th- a thing to people, you know, mm. like a, a movement of sorts, something an idea that they could get mm. behind. Yeah. Which is not an idea that I could get behind. Um <laughs> no. for obvious reasons as we've just discussed. Yeah. Well, I thought they were such bad badasses my first because right. i didn't know anything about them they were just they're just yeah scary badasses you see how they look initially they look like superheroes they look like demons or whatever you know yeah. it it's very tall it should appeal you know to an eight-year-old you know? yeah right and somehow it continues far past that um uh, and love gun being one of those seminal albums i bet for a lot of people mm-hmm. um now what about like other types of music steve like what do you so uh, I, I, again with my uh um I, I think in like my early teens or even even like you know late adolescence 12 13 big metallica fan uh really really love metallica fucking metallica brah yeah, that's what i'm talking about you know ride the lightning um, so, uh, it's, okay. and since I do not listen to Metallica anymore, <laughs> okay, yeah. by the way, so, uh, in, into, into other music, I, I'm, I'm actually a really big hip hop fan is, is kind of, is, is kind of my main thing, yeah. uh, these days. And like, you know, high school started in high school and then post that. And that's kind of what I've stuck with. You and I actually have a pretty, <laughs> speaking of, um, of, of meeting up. Um, I think the of very awkward introduction. The very first time Steve and I ever met was some sort of dick measuring contest about yep. <laughs> about music because I believe you were wearing some sort of Tupac it shirt. It was a Tupac shirt. Yeah, it was like a really flashy type shirt. Too, it, right? it didn't. I mean, it didn't have any studs on it. Those came later. Um, so you're you know, the, the bar very low. The baju- that's okay. We <laughs> like, want to keep it there. Look at our subject matter. You yes, know, that's a very good point. Yeah, a real, a really uh, good but point. yeah, no, it was it was like one of those. Uh, uh, it, dare I say iconic pictures of Tupac where he's got like the bandana on like backwards and he's like sort of leaning against the wall it was very white it was a black shirt yeah. uh, with like a like almost like a white spotlight where he was standing right. so very very prominent I wouldn't say flashy but it was Still prominent loud, but like, loud though loud like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah like yes. hor- horrifically ugly <laughs> yeah very cool I hear what you're saying yeah and I guess I you know, just needed to like, like you need to prove to me like something. Like, this, this, this was at the Toad and Turtle. I remember okay. pretty, pretty Give some clearly. more details. I'm a little fuzzier. That's right. That. So this was in the early years of college. It would have been before mm-hmm. I met you, Chris. Yep. Um, and, and it was at the Toad and Turtle, a place that I was, uh, I was bartending at at the yeah, time yeah. Uh, in, in the early years of, of college. And I think the only mutual friend that we really had was, uh, Leilani Rayum. Shout out to our favorite munchkin. Oh, um, boy. and, uh, Leilani, um, uh, was, uh, I, I, I think you, you guys were friends at the time and, and we were, mm-hmm. we, we were sitting at the Toad and Turtle and, and, uh, she came in with you and we were all at a table and, and, uh, and sitting together. And I had this very loud shirt on for probably the first hour. No, no, no. Too long. Maybe half hour, 45 minutes. You probably didn't say a word to me, but you did look there, at me just... with 
doing totally with disdain you know what i mean like hard hard looks and i wasn't really sure i couldn't gauge you because i and i actually remembered you um from younger years working at the theater when you had very 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 long hair yeah right and so i recognized your face and i was like i know this guy from somewhere um you know why why why, what's what's with the vibes that i'm getting from this dude right now I sound like a monster. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, in my mind at that time, you were. Yeah. You were. It's and, and I didn't know why until you said the first thing that you said to me. <laughs> I don't remember. You don't remember? I don't remember. You really exactly. don't remember this? Well, I know I said something. I don't oh, remember. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, what you said to me was, you know, not, not verbatim, but something along the lines of, so do you like walking around with a rapist on your shirt? <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's well, I, didn't, yes. I didn't know so, I went for the jugular. Oh, that right. Hard. Right away. Like right away. Like I don't even friends. think we'd, we'd shook hands yet. Like that's what it was. And I, and, and I should, <laughs> I should preface this by saying like, uh, when in, in those years and, you know, a little bit prior, like Tupac was he very, very inspirational to me um, as, you know, like I'm a farm kid, uh, you know, with aspirations of, of you know, making big, uh, big films. Making and, movies, you know, to yeah. me, Tupac was a guy that had sort of come from nothing uh, and, you know, really made something of himself. Um, and... Uh, it's you know I really I mean it's weird to say that I sort of related to his music because obviously I I you know being from where I'm from I don't but at the time there was an interpretation of that that I felt like I related to that aspect. There's there's a reason why you know Tupac and and hip hop artists in general you know like gangster rap like it does connect with white suburban kids you mm-hmm. know like yeah. that's, they wouldn't have gotten as big as they did in the 90s if they weren't selling millions of albums to totally white, yeah white suburban kids yeah you know. It's not just to their demographic. Anyway, I and can't... It, it even, I mean, it even went as far as, like, I, I wrote, uh, like, college essays, uh, you know, like, college-level essays about, about Tupac. And so it's like, I'm, j- I'm just trying to paint a picture about, like, that he really was important to me at that time yeah. in my life, right? And I, I guess I should say now, after I went in so hard for that, I do like a few <laughs> Tupac songs, Yeah. Too. Yeah, I cannot believe what a fucking asshole I sound. But but of course, like I I I um maybe not reciprocated, but I came I came back at you with like, well, no, actually, you know, he was charged for rape, and then it was downgraded to I don't know some sort of like sexual misconduct or something like that. With especially in this day and age, yeah, this is this is the best time to be to be defending it. Like, what's rape? It's just, it's just sexual assault. Look, I mean, it sure she this didn't is definitely, give consent, but it wasn't rape. This is definitely oh. the best time to be coming out in defense oh, yeah, 100%. of that kind of thing. Yeah. Why don't we listen to the guy? Yeah, yeah. It's like, God, just give him a chance. So oh, yeah. obviously that's give the man a platform. Yeah, okay? uh, you know, obviously that's These uh, that's horrible. But women. at the no. time, I was defending somebody yeah. that I looked up to. This having nothing to do this with rape transitions charges. straight into the record we're talking about today. <laughs> it Absolutely, is, yeah. it does. Yeah. Because man, does this record have some problems? There are some things I like about it, and we're going to get into it uh, after we take a break. Um, but. Uh, yeah wow <laughs> wow 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 anyway i apologize Steve. that's okay um obviously we've 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 become we great, great friends, friends. Yeah. scott we, you should like it isn't across the board but you should know that a lot of people that i've met their first impression of you is that you hate them <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh man. It's a it's a it's a normal thing, but it's part of the reason why we love you. Also, yeah. I it's yeah. I believe once me, you folks, break through that wall, I've, you know, I've tried to work on this over the years. I th- <laughs> I think I've gotten a lot better. I know I wouldn't be coming in hot like that ever <laughs> with anyone. <laughs> you had there was something going on with you that night, yeah. man. But I'm glad that it happened because it it's it, it it's such an iconic. It's such a prominent thing in my yeah. mind now. I well, love it. And the fact that we we became such great friends is mm-hmm. is it is a testament to I'm I'm not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> so before we uh, take a break, I forgot to do it up top because once again, we are morons. We are not experts at anything. And that certainly includes not promoting our goddamn social media. <laughs> like like always, which we failed to do for the first couple episodes. Thank God for Chris being able to uh, use the power of editing. Anyway, you could find us on Twitter at Detroit Talk City and uh, on Instagram at Detroit Talk City. Of course, and- our Facebook group, Detroit, Detroit Talk City. Please join join up in that. We're going to hopefully have some fun uh, extra stuff, uh, different types of media, like whatever. We want to intera- interact with everyone on there. Um, and, and our, of course, our awesome website, DetroitTalkCity.com. I think that'll do it for now because I think it's finally time if we, uh, to get into this. Take, this take a break and get into Love, love Gun. If we have to. Louder! You want some more? And we're back. That was a fun break, huh? Yeah. What happened? We had some laughs. Yeah. Yeah. That's stuff that's just, it's not going to make the air. You don't want to know. That's right. Exclusive. (laughs) So um, let's stop, let's stop fucking around so much. Um, I think we're just procrastinating. We're just really trying. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I don't know why we're procrastinating guys. Cause yeah, I think I like this record almost more than anything we've, listen to yet. okay oh wow. so wow this is a bombshell okay so today we're talking about 1977's love gun kiss's sixth studio album and wow chris you really uh, really thrown it out there you know can i can i just jump in real quick Let's and just it. say that uh this is the sixth studio album uh and this is also the sixth episode and we're recording this at six o'clock i mean i i just got chills uh Mark of the Beast. That's it, Anyone, guys. Check behind your neck, guys, because the mark might be there. It's it, it is it is. Well, the, to the you, demon is among us. And see the rest of the number okay. of the Beast well, intro. Well, let's. Why don't we get some first thoughts about okay, yeah. your album? And I, I want to hear your guys first. All right. So okay. There are definitely there's I think there are a handful of of great songs like the, on, on this album. Just handful hit. Hit the opening song. Okay. I stole your love. Is this song kicks ass? This, I, I true. I truly believe. To start the album off, I'm 100 percent on board with this. Like, Paul sounds great. The production is crisp. Like, in terms of like the sound of like 70s rock, I don't really think you can ask for anything better. No. Notably, there's nothing embarrassing lyrically. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 it sits on that line. It's on the line. I guess stealing yeah. your love. You can't <laughs> steal somebody's love and have consent be involved. <laughs> I, I well, guess, I but guess it's like stealing your affection. It could be, but all right, we can we can. Shouldn't, should, that. shouldn't uh, you still have to give it to somebody? Yeah. Well, we're just splitting I mean, hairs at this point. I mean, I, okay, I maybe. I mean, I guess if we're going by like what they've shown themselves to be, otherwise maybe we shouldn't be trusting right. that stealing your love is such a good thing. Okay, and but whatever. Uh, but you li- you like how it sounds. You like the 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 tunage genu- of it. Genuinely, uh, 
like that's that's great rock music right like like, like i i really do think oh, it, yeah. think it's good yeah, yeah i a, per- a perfect album opener and i'll and i'll i'll, I'll say a, like a caveat to me saying that i like the album there's obviously <laughs> songs on this record that are questionable Pro- to problematic say the to say the yeah. least <laughs> okay the most so uh, we're straight up we're just talking about christine 16 um, yeah so, okay, let's not let's... can you start it a minute in talk about the elephant in the room here the, a minute in so i the music of this song i don't mind like i it's kind of rocking but we're at a minute in here we go i don't usually say things like this just listen oh no Oh, okay, yeah. so uh, the world of this bad, song. Bad, bad, bad man. You're a bad man. This song is pausing. <laughs> and so and so, the, if you notice at the beginning, Gene says, I don't normally do this. Guys who say that always definitely. do this. They definitely do this. So the yeah. song is pausing. He's just fucking hanging out in front of a high school. In front of a school. Yeah, because at first when you hear it, like you almost want to give the benefit of the doubt because it's got like that that jaunty kind of like old time rock and, and roll I, kind of I, feel to it. Yeah, and, the pia- the piano is actually yeah, pretty great. Sure, but <laughs> like you almost <laughs> God, um, you at first if you're not paying attention to the lyrics closely enough. You could be like, oh, maybe it's like coming from like the perspective of like another like another sixteen-year-old, sixteen right? Who's like at, at school, yeah. But no, it's they not. They very much make it very clear yes. that it's saying girls your age, and that when I saw you yeah. walk out, of, she's, out of school, and later in the song, she's been around, but she's young and, and clean. clean. Yes, like okay. Uh, one fun thing I learned about this song thing I've ever heard, like my basic Wikipedia study, is that uh, the demo of the song. Yeah. Uh, what I love about it is Eddie and Alex Van Halen played on the demo of this song. Yeah. Um, Van Van Halen. Gene had. Um, I I don't know enough about this, but Gene had uh, definitely a hand in in early Van Halen. I believe he financed the early Van Halen uh, demos, which ended up becoming the legendary first uh, Van Halen album. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I'm sure. I'm so, sure I'll be be corrected on on, on something about that. But. Something came out of this. I mean, something I just I just feel like couldn't like uh, there there's a choice here to use the term sick. It could have been Christine well, pristine. No, I and my, even and even at that point, young and clean could have still been Christine like nineteen or yeah. Or, I mean, Christine you know, twenty three. Christine totally legal. <laughs> exactly because this isn't barely legal. This is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? Yes, he's a, he's a pedophile. Yeah, and I mean, and his voice gets all low when I was sitting outside oh, of your school. So, it's so disgusting. Like I, I need this one for me, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if anybody tried like Gene. I need to talk directly to all those young sixteen-year-olds out there. Really. Just know that Uncle Gene is waiting for you. Gene, I get. He's you got, got a car, and he's willing to do whatever. Oh, he's got you a cheeseburger. You can't call yourself Uncle Gene, first of all, and, and Domino. Yeah, in the car. He's got the cheeseburger yeah. milkshake. That's what he was doing. He Just, was going to a school. Would, he's on the way to go meet Christine sixteen. To wait outside of the school because in Domino, talking about she ain't old enough to vote. Oh, yep, yeah. This is part so two. This behavior just continued. So yes. this was going on. Yeah, this is 70s. a thing. Yeah, and he just and he needs to get it out. He I mean, needs to talk it, about it. Is it like the evil version of virtue signaling? You know how somebody if they're they'll be like, well, I was volunteering, or I'm thinking about volunteering, and it's just Gene talking about how he would. Well, uh, yeah, I I 
fuck 16 year old he thought the album was a safe yeah. place you know i've been th- i've been thinking and going and hanging around schools you know scamming on chicks <laughs> Uh, I, I'm a world famous rock star who could get any sort of groupie, which I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure enough underage girls really did. Uh, oh, one hundred percent. That's the, uh, that's oh, the sad yeah, truth backstage. of it. I mean, and obviously that's not um, anything. That's just Kiss. I mean, no, that's a, that's a seventies rock and roll thing. It, yeah, it, it, thankfully that kind of thing has really kind of been excised from music. Because even like, like I know David Bowie had had stuff like that. I, 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 I vaguely remember, I, I might be getting it wrong, but in the 70s, um, Steven Tyler had like a, a girl named Diana who um, he ended up somehow becoming like the legal guardian of this girl who I think was 15 years oh old God. and like toured with them. And like somehow, like her, her parents like signed over that he was her like legal guardian, a fifteen year old, oh, a grown no. man. That's so nuts. Sorry, I yeah. Feel, I feel like that's I'm, a... I'm an Aerosmith fan, yeah. as as we've established before. So this isn't a problem, just kiss related. But <laughs> this but... is a worldwide issue. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe it's good that this song was made so that we can all realize. Well, of course, the Beatles. Uh, she was just seventeen. Yep. If you know what I mean. Yikes! Yeah. Yikes! Mm-hmm. Yikes! Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. So, uh, <laughs> well, song hasn't exactly aged yeah. well. No. And we're we're getting we're getting really caught up in this awful song. Yeah. But we have to. Yeah. It's, it's the true. second song. And totally. Then, it's worth way, talking about. It's it's considered like a Kiss classic. Oh yeah. Right. Like, okay. like 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 it's on like greatest hits albums oh, and stuff like well, th- that. This this actually reminds me about one of my next points. Uh, but before we started this, Scott, I was I was showing this to you, but uh, oddly enough, last night. Um, <laughs> Against, against, I mean, you know, I was, I was gonna get a nice rest, and uh, you know, be, be nice and and uh, and and ready for the show today. Mm-hmm. But I got bored at about ten thirty and ended up going out as to karaoke do. as you do, as you. I had had enough water, and 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 soda crackers for the evening, uh, and decided to go out to karaoke. And um, what do I see as I'm walking into Duckies in Calgary? But a car that's parked right out front. A bright red SUV with seat covers of Love Gun. Not just Kiss. Not just Kiss. But Love Gun. But Love Gun specifically. Show, show him the pictures. Love Gun specifically. I can yeah. show you this video. The people, the people listening, uh, obviously won't th- be able to see this, think- but I can, I can show you this video right now. Check it okay, out. Okay, I'm watching it. Yeah, you're He's watching. At Ducky's Pub. Oh, it's great camera work. I Thank love you. it. Oh my God. Boom. Okay. And that's right out front of the door. Yeah. You need to send me this video that's so that I can right, put it up on our website. Right out front of the door. That was last do you, night. Do you think, because obviously that's Kiss merchandise. Oh, yeah. That's for yes. sure. Do you think they have seat covers for every album? Oh, they have to. Every album plus every, 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 yeah. stu- every studio else. album. Oh, don't discount the live albums. Alive, the Alive albums are the most beloved albums but in their entire catalog. Would the concept album have seat covers? The Elder probably would not. <laughs> music from the elder see Again. but 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 my point about this not only i mean how cool is that but also the the, the, the person cool. that drove this vehicle was about maybe a you know 37 to 42 year old woman who was a great singer she was fantastic but this means that she is endorsing this music and not only endorsing it but also Broadcasting it, also advertising it within her vehicle. So Christine 16, to even her, 
is probably a classic. Well, it's just good fun. It's, it's, just, it's good, just, clean. Hey fun. guys, these are it's, just it's young and clean fun. That young is and <laughs> just dudes being dudes, right? Boys will be boys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Rock stars will do horrible things. <laughs> that's yeah. That's a continuation of boys will be boys. <laughs> yep. Oh, um, yeah. okay. what what others are there any other songs that stuck out well you guys? Um, um obviously there's um you know the title track which you know is you know really stands out on on the album um i i legit love this song i think i think the music is perfect it's incredible actually like again the production is so good Paul sounds so great. So it's got an, an epicness I, to it. I just have I just have this one issue with it, and and and, it, and it, it, unfortunately it torpedoes it for me. Why does he have to be singing about his fucking love gun? <laughs> like I know it's the whole premise well, of the of the song, I, I but had, why why is it a, why are we just he's singing about his dick? Well, also <laughs> yeah. it's well, just well, it's well, it's such a. It's such a clumsy metaphor, too. Like, you pulled the trigger of my love gun. Mm-hmm. It makes me think that maybe it... That, now, this is, this is, I'm sure, just a conspiracy that I'm going to start. I think love gun is not a dick. What is it? I think love gun is referring to tickling of the prostate. <laughs> that's way more... It's... It, every, if you're... If, it's... Oh! Because that's what you can pull a trigger on. Yeah. Oh wow! That's How... what I just think, and that's it. Made me think that's yeah. like, oh, good for those guys. Now, they made okay. an album. About I'm, I'm of sorry. Co- I'm... Of course, it's about a dick. Of course. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I'm sorry to to, to to take down your your theory, but um, there is uh, from the the onstage uh, banter album that we that we've been working our way through uh, on the show. Uh, there is a a part, and I I wanted to save it, but it's it's truly. The, like the grossest thing that you'll ever hear Paul say, and I I couldn't believe it because he starts talking about his love gun. And he's like my six shooter of sex, my Uzi of ooze, ooze, uh, <laughs> my of ooze. Get it checked out, ooze. Yeah. Get it checked out. It's not supposed to do that. Yeah. Like oh, there's an Uzi and and then there's ooze. <laughs> um, I, uh, just moving on from love gun hooligan, I. Quite into, uh, and it it just struck me as being like a very, an act like a very kiss song, and it fits in. It, it's got the most um, clever lyric on on the album. Like dropped out of school when I was twenty two. It's like ah, that's fun. Mm-hmm. They rhymed hooligan with school again. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this that, that that's the only um, song that uh, that Peter sings on the album, mm-hmm. and, and uh, he does a, uh, this, a fine job. And the that there's a story behind shock me that song because uh, it's their version of kickstart my heart but it's just about who is it uh it was wasn't it ace freely got electrocuted got electrocuted yeah i read this and he like fell down for they had to hold hold off the show for about half an hour but he said he they played the show but he said he couldn't feel his hand yeah to to his credit he did he did play the show though half an hour is not that bad of a delay for sure yeah i'm I actually, um, so, by, by the way, this is the first song that Ace uh, has ever sung solo on a Kiss album. Yeah, just that, that one lyric, that, oh, I hate that. I yeah. hate the way that you, slide happens. When he sang the song, when they recorded it, he laid down on his back because he found he could keep pitch better that way. Really? To get that, okay. get that trademark Ace sound. This is my favorite lyric coming up. Oh, my God. 
Put on your black sweater. Is it leather? Black leather? No, it is leather. It's leather. I did change the lyric to put on a cardigan sweater. We were hanging out last week. Here, just hit pause. And I legitimately said put on your black sweater thinking that's what the lyric was. Because, you know... That's so rock and roll. It is. It's a nice black cardigan. And just being comfortable. It's cool. super rock and yeah, roll. Yeah, just you don't want to ruffle any feathers, you know. I just, uh, yeah, I, I want to be comfortable tonight. Yeah, that's um, right. A yeah. little, little um, chilly, might be raining. Yeah, before we get off Shock Me, um, so um, I, I became aware of Shock Me years and years ago, far before I, I really cared about Kiss, because I happened to be a huge fan of the band Buck Cherry. And I'm sure most of you have heard the song Lit Up, you know, one of the great songs about cocaine. Um, and I was shocked to find out. So here's Shock Me. Oh. And here we have Lit Up. Right. That was a fun realization that wow. they that that riff is exactly it's the same. Exactly the, the same. Exact same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, I don't know. It, it, that uh, kind of made me think a little differently about Kiss back then. And certainly, um, and I and I feel this way now. Like Ace is like far and away my my favorite member of of Kiss. You mm-hmm. know, um, crazy man as as he is. Why? But, why uh, is that? Oh, um, well, a uh, his guitar playing is great, but he's just much cooler. You know, mm-hmm. um, he's got a, more of an aura around him. Um, while not a great singer, I think he's an interesting singer at, at the very least. Mm. Um, There's something original to him. Yeah. Whereas I feel with, yeah, with, with, uh, with Paul and with my favorite man in the world, they always, always seem to be affecting it. Gene more than Paul a lot, but I, there aren't a lot of songs that Gene sings that I feel like I'm hearing Gene. I feel like I'm hearing what Gene is like attempting to do. Wants himself to song. See, look like. I agree with you with a lot of that, but I also do genuinely believe that Gene Simmons is uh, is the asshole that he is. Tr- oh yeah, is truly that douchebag. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. one yeah. thing I didn't want to derail us too much with it, but I was looking up set lists for Kiss in yeah. 1977, and I found one. That's it was July twelfth, and I think this album came out in June of seventy seven. That sounds right. So this is this is just their set list from Montreal. They played a show in Montreal on July twelfth, and I was just it was really interesting because their set lists it changed quite a bit throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what they opened up for, but in July at Montreal they opened with Detroit Rock City, and then they the first song from their new album was the fourth song on the set. They played Hooligan, and some of the some of their shows they went off with I Stole Your Love to start off the show, but mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting that yeah. it's, uh, some of their shows, they didn't even play new stuff until four songs in because they wanted to get some hits out of the way. Get comfortable. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess it is probably important to know that this is pretty much the height of popularity for Kiss in the 70s. Like, they're arguably the biggest hard rock band that there is. I don't know if they're the biggest band, but they're, they're up there for sure. And... um Love Gun is definitely, well, definitely, what am I saying? I'm like, as if I fucking know. But um, I think it's been said, it's kind of the beginning of the end of the classic era. It's the last album that Peter Chris plays on. He played it on like one song on Dynasty, I think. 
Um, so it's really the end of uh, of an era, you know. So it's it's something. And you really do <laughs> like that hooligan school again lyric. Well, it rhymes because mm-hmm. it does rhyme. And isn't that yeah, interesting? At, at the level of a kindergarten dropout? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's a great cowbell oh, in that song, dude. Dude, if you. <laughs> The kiss lyrics like are just so bottom of the barrel that like the the hooligan, scale the scale changes. And school again is genuinely impressive <laughs> when like when, when when we're looking at the scale. Like, okay. Yeah, okay. maybe that's fair. Maybe yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's uh, so on your black sweater. Like, do we do we even want to talk about the last song on the album? Well, <laughs> I I can just I can just say oh yes. Yeah. Steve yes. texted me about this yesterday, I di- guys. <laughs> Yeah, but but before we get into that, because I have some things to say about that. <laughs> okay. There's some weird stuff. Um, but also, um, Almost Human, I actually kind of don't mind. Oh, that's funny, because like, I... I Is I norm- that the one you hate the most? I normally write like like just cursory notes for every song, and my only, my only note for Almost Human is dud. Dud. <laughs> Yeah, it's just I don't know, man. It's got it's got some it's got it's got some uh, tasty bass licks, bass licks in it, and uh, it, it, the the drums. This the song are itself there, plays and it, it sound good. I don't know. It's groovy. I, I kind of like, it. It's I, I'm a big fan of funk music. I, I actually really like, like funk, and it's the funkiest sounding thing that I could at, at least hmm. hear. And on it this really album. plays into the like the their mystique of being these these. Yeah, like almost like non-human, just performers, right? Just, yeah, to fair, somewhat. Fair I enough. I agree with you too, though. I think it's just a, it's just it's a it's a, it's, a, it's a slog to get through, in in my opinion. But what whatever. Um, and I guess before we get, well, no, go go, Steve. You've got you've got opinions on the uh, cover of uh, the 1963 Crystal single. Then he kissed me. Uh, cleverly redone as then she kissed me. Yeah, yeah, cleverly. Interesting word. Interesting <laughs> phrasing you chose there. What do you have to say about this? It one, is Steve? one of the most painful things I've ever had to endure in my entire life. It is not, it is not. Oh, you just play the beginning of it then. Let's put yeah, it yeah, again. give give him some context. Um, I, yeah, I, I've had it like... Because it's the last song on the album, like where I've gotten it like stuck in my head, like where I've been at work and just like I want to like put, like ice picks in my ears. It just listen to his voice come in here, and it, it leaves such a sour taste for the album. If the, oh. it finishes on this, you go, oh. Okay. Well, it's such a throwaway, like nothing, like fart of like a. Why? It just I, it it sounds like something that like like a, a high school amateur band that like isn't good at all and doesn't have talent would do at a talent show in a high school where Gene Simmons is probably outside watching waiting. you know waiting um, it's it's just you know what because actually, yeah, just, the original please stop it please stop it and okay so the other weird thing about this song is that uh, it's it's a gender bender Right, the 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 gender roles yeah. are reversed, mm-hmm. which is cool. You know, that's that's that that's an interesting thing. Except, you know, the lyrics that uh, that that don't change. Um, no. It's that uh, I I asked her to be uh, my bride. She was so happy that she almost cried. Oh, <laughs> not I was so happy that I almost cried. You just kept it that. Just way. kept it like mm, you're. You're gonna cry because you're the happy one. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you're that. You're I'm doing you a huge you. favor. I'm doing you a huge favor by choosing to marry oh, you. So that was very perceptive. Is, on that and one. and it was just like that. That was the o- that. That's the only lyric that didn't change. It's in such it. a strange choice. 
for a song to put on at the end of the album because it just goes against what everything that they build up build up to and it just it just feels so tossed off like like we need to fill up an extra three three minutes why did they even include it well but it also it's it really makes sense that this is like the end of an era and from here they move on to start chasing yeah because it's the solo album they start dynasty yeah and they start chasing genres after this like it makes sense that they would just have this shit just this throwaway thing uh, yeah. it, it, was this the last album that they used makeup for? Because I no, remember, no, 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 no there's still some, more makeup some, after several, this. Six more years until they take six t- more years of makeup. <laughs> oh, and that's just, oh, did, did, did I say something funny? Did, did I? St- <laughs> t- 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 and that's just oh, that's just the the white makeup because when they take all right. that off, they're still wearing lots, a lot of tons a of, lot of makeup. makeup. Gene Simmons has to cover a lot. Yeah. Somehow he looks way worse, though. It's crazy. Um, I want to make sure that um, we touch on uh, Plastercaster. Um, it's another uh, classic beloved by KISS fans. Um, Again, lyrical prowess. Yeah. Now, are you guys aw- aware of what the Plastercaster I signifies? I am. I am. I, I, I well, was able to read you, uh, this one time. You... Well, tell, tell our lovely fans Okay, well, per it. Wikipedia, which of course you know you can always trust. Um, the song was uh, inspired by uh, Cynthia, Cynthia Plaster Caster, a former groupie famous for co- casting penises of famous rock musicians, such as Jimi Hendrix, as well as breasts of female musicians. But they don't give any examples of that. I mean, yeah, I mean, me too. Well, there's... Yeah, there's one. My love is perfection. I think is is one of the lyrics inside that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, you, uh, that's not surprising. No, no, it's not. Yeah, but you know, it's I, it's it's a, it's a decent rocker. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of don't get like the love and adulation that's out there for it. Like, like I have a friend uh, who really like. I think it might even be his favorite Kiss song. So. Oh really? really? Yeah, yeah. I don't. But I don't know. Um, it just immediately reminds me of Master Blaster. Yeah, from, from Mad Max. Mm-hmm. You too? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm glad it's not just me. Fantastic. <laughs> How about Mad Max, guys? What a movie! Hey, hey, great, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. I do kind of have one thing that I want to bring up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, sure. In in terms of the Before the, the whole scope on... of this album, yeah. and it and it's something that might be a little bit redeeming, maybe for for Gene Simmons and the Kiss crew. Okay, this and, is exciting. I'm skeptical, and but okay. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like maybe, in some kind of way, this is a confessional for Gene Simmons. Go on. Well, I mean, first of all, uh, we have "Stole Your Love," and then uh, a "Love for Sale." Yeah. So now sale. he's he's selling stolen love. Oh. Which is. Probably, I'm assuming a felony offense in the United States. I would think, right? So it's probably human trafficking at that point. <laughs> may, yeah, yeah, but it goes on because, uh, guys, he's a he's a hooligan. He he dropped out of school at age 22. Okay. He dropped out of school at age 22. That means that he is a you. You don't describe dropping out of college and being 22. So that means he's been held back that many years. That he's 22 years old, still probably in high school. Okay, so. I, 
likely from a lower socioeconomic class, you know, maybe very uneducated. Maybe it's not his fault. Maybe it's not his fault. You know what I mean? He's still into the high school girls. He just hasn't left that world. You know what I mean? And then almost human, almost human because he, he's lost his rights. He's in jail now. He can't vote because he... He's, he's lost some of his, his civil rights. You know what I mean? So maybe this is just him reaching out and trying to say, like, I am a bad person. <laughs> and this is why. S- Steve, I love you, but that is fucking insane. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's A, not only insane. Um, it's, <laughs> Hooligan is Peter Chris. <laughs> I Stole Your Love is Paul Stanley. Guys. Your theory falls apart immediately. Guys, Gene Simmons, he's, he's, the, he's the master of the whole group. You know what? He's the master blaster of the whole group. <laughs> Okay, that's actually not a reference to Kiss. Right. <laughs> Just because we're saying it doesn't mean it's a part of like, the more the, I think about that Master Blaster song, the more I like it. It's Blaster Caster. <laughs> right. Right. It's it's the Master Blaster it's song. Who runs, <laughs> who the more I think about Bartertown? that Master Blaster song, the more I like hey, it. Hey, play that Master Blaster song again. Is it Barter Town he runs? Because who runs Barter Town? Ma- yeah, Master, Ma- Master, Master Blaster. Blaster yeah. All right, so... Um, yeah, I think, I, think, I think we're about... We're good yeah. on our thoughts How on, is, on Love Gun. Uh, Steve, as our guest, yeah. what is your KISS Army status? My are KISS you, Army status. Are you ready to join up? Are you ready to go to the front lines? Or are you, are you dodging? Are you running running into Canada? Are you going out on the road? Chris, I have literally cut my fingertips off and erased every piece of of evidence that there is that my identity exists mm-hmm. so that the Sick. KISS army can never find me. I essentially was willing to forfeit my own identity in order to draft dodge. Mm. So that's a that's a hard no. That's a hard no? Uh, yeah, but, you know, bring yeah. me on for the next podcast. Scott, we'll what about you? Um, it's like I was saying. I do. I, I think I stole your love. Kicks ass. I have a bit of an affection for Shock Me. I wish Love Gun had real lyrics i truly think like the whole the music just kicks ass um but um god no (laughs) no (laughs) no draft dodger all the way uh through the died through the wall died in the wall that is what about you chris well guys if chris i was 13 in 1977 being watched by Gene Simmons. This, this, I think this album would have made me. You would have joined the. I, I definitely would have joined the Kiss Army. There's a yeah. lot to like about this album. There's a lot of great rocking songs, and in the context of when it came out, you would have, as as hard as it is to say, you would have looked past that shitty stuff, because every like it was. Oh, dude! Normal back then. As as a thirteen year old yeah. in this scenario that you're posing, Christine's sixteen. That sounds awesome. Yeah, right. Yeah. And you would have no concept that Gene Simmons is this no disgusting man. <laughs> exactly. You're um, like, like, yeah, but sixteen year old. You all, know? all that being said, I am still a draft dodger. I, uh, I still, and it happened. This has happened with almost every album. I'll be listening to it in my car with my window open. <laughs> I'll stop at a red light, and I'll get embarrassed, <laughs> and I'll turn it down. <laughs> Yeah, if that's but the- you don't turn it off. You just turn it <laughs> no. down and roll your window up, but if so that-, that you can be in your own world. Yeah, if that's just- not a signifier that you haven't joined the the, the Kiss Army, yeah. I don't know what is. Totally. <laughs> yeah. But I I will say, and I was I was walking my dog today, just listening to this album, and it was like, and I 
I I enjoyed it when I was just walking my dog, and it's especially that, so that when you're not paying a lot of attention to it, it's just fun rock and roll music in your ears. Yeah. And the less you pay attention to the lyrics in Kiss, the better. That 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 is oh, that, that that is truly one of the great lessons that we've been learning doing this podcast. Absolutely. Turn your brain off yeah. if you want to enjoy anything that they're saying yeah. musically. Yeah. Musically, this album is really good. I love the music on this album, but as as usual, the lyrics <laughs> they just they kill us. They just, just they just give you a little just, bit of a gross feeling. Yeah, the oozy of oozes now. But because you are dabbling uh, now, and you, you're flirting with the Kiss Army right now, uh, um, and I'm, because of that, I do have a crop top shirt for you. Oh, perfect, <laughs> I love it. Um, totally, yeah. So okay, I guess we've given all given our. Uh, Kiss Army statuses. I think now it's time for a regular segment. It's time for the Chris Kiss quote. Okay. Uh, I've been trying. Like I said last time, I had a Peter Chris quote for last episode. That was, that was it. dark. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, you'll hear we, it Yeah, I'll hear it eventually. You. I'll tell it to you after the show. So this is, this is a quote for this week. That's what Kiss is all about. Not just music, but entertainment, you know? We're there to take you away from your problems and rock and roll all night and party every day for those two hours you're at the concert. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm going to read it again. That's what Kiss is all about. Not just music, but entertainment, you know? We're there to take you away from your problems and rock and roll all night and party every day for those two hours you're at the concert. <laughs> I liked the emphasis that time. <laughs> it was a different read. I thought I, I thought I really brought it out of it. I didn't even catch it at first, actually. I just thought it was just some corny crap, and then I realized. No, just for the two hours. Uh, yeah, that's Ace Freely. That's Ace. Oh, my God. Okay. Because at first, when it was, like, talking, like, like so positively and, you know, in, like, kiss speak, I thought for sure it was Paul. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah. when you put on that kind of, like, boneheaded finish to it yeah oh yeah that was that second take was much better uh use take two (laughs) uh but that's it is really way too easy to find quotes that are just hilarious oh dude yeah it's they're just a wealth there's so many books out there and Mm -hmm. uh just interviews and they're just and one member of the band really loves the sound of his own voice yeah <laughs> Absolutely, as you would have yeah. heard on as the first I, yeah, quote as yeah, the first as as I did here. That was yeah. that's that's incredible. Well, speaking of loving um, the sound of uh, their own voice, I think we'll, uh, we'll launch into into my segment um, that we've been doing the last couple shows. It's the uh, people let me get this off my chest tribute, where we go through the best of Paul Stanley's onstage banner. Here we go. All right, listen. I want to know if we got any people here tonight that like to get high! We got any people tonight that are high! Then get out! All right, then listen. You know, every once in a while we like to get a little wasted. We like to take a taste of alcohol! (laughs) And I tell you, when we won't get going, we ain't gonna be drinking no. Southern comfort, no, no! <laughs> no, we ain't gonna be drinking no. Oh, yeah, keep going. Tequila! Because <laughs> I tell you. Oh, keep going. 
Well, we won't get going. You know, there's only one drink that gets us moving. <laughs> I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Louder, Colton. Scott, what? Scott, <laughs> I have heard you say that before. I have heard you quote that without knowing where it was from ever. And I just laughed at it like an idiot because it's hilarious. And this was just Scott being funny. I didn't know it was real. That yeah. is Paul Stanley screaming about getting a little wasted. Get a little wasted. <laughs> we like to take a taster. Alcohol! Oh, like, once again, thank you so much to the guy that put that that's, that 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 compilation together. It's an, oh. an endless, an endless, endless bout of joy in our lives, and I'm so happy. Oh, I'm sweating, oh, I'm that's... laughing so much. <laughs> Tequila! <laughs> oh man, I think we're gonna have to have a few uh, few tequilas and cold gins after this. I mean, out of respect, out, out oh. of respect, out of respect, out of respect. We yeah. have to keep our temples clean. Um, okay. So, um, we're going to be wrapping up soon. Um, but as always, I like to, uh, let Chris know and and Steve, feel free to follow along and listen to these albums like we are as well. And uh, by the way, we encourage all the listeners to do the same too. Mm -hmm. Um, so your next kiss, my assignment, um, this is, uh, this is going to be a tough one. Uh, okay. Yeah. We're going into the late 90s, the reunion album of the original four. It's an album called Psycho Circus. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this album kind of infamously, even though it's billed as being a reunion, doesn't really have Ace or Peter on, on the tracks at all. But it was deep in the middle of the reunion, which was huge in the 90s. Uh, it's it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Psycho Circus. I can't wait. Psycho for, Circus. For episode seven. Um, and now, um, because we like to have some sort of uh, positive uh, thing to send you out on, because we don't want to be negative uh, about everything, we like to give a recommendation. Um, so I think I'll throw it over to our guest, uh, if see what he has to recommend for the for, folks For a recommendation? There. Yeah. Just yeah. Any, anything you want. Anything whatsoever, but yes. to keep it positive. Keep it pot. Well, right. I don't know. Do Keep it whatever positive. you want. I recommend you guys stop doing this immediately. <laughs> Not that's, gonna happen. That's uh, that that might be positive. We've invested just, you too know, much into this. Just there's maybe. No, there's no turning back. <laughs> we're too we're too deep now. Yeah, we're too. We deep. bought a domain. It's it's. <laughs> we're too deep. We're now. This in- is, I, and I do just want to say this has been this has been the greatest honor and one of my biggest regrets in my entire life. Um, of having uh, you guys invite me onto this show, it's this is uh, this has been this has been beautifully disturbing. Right? <laughs> Just recommend something, please. <laughs> it was a simple question. <laughs> Get on with it. <laughs> I recommend a new film that's out right now. It's called Hereditary yes. horror film. I've been Absolutely great things about it. amazing! It is really great, but go and uh, see it with a friend because you're seriously not going to want to be alone after. Like you, I don't that- know if that's positive or not. 
Well, it's gr- like great filmmaking, right? Like, oh like, man, like, it's like incredible. The cinematography, everything is is absolutely. It's it's my my favorite film since The Exorcist, which is my favorite horror film of all time. And that's what all the hype is. Yeah, it's him, good. So it's really good. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. Uh, Chris, ha, huh. I I had something in mind. And then we start talking about Kiss, so it is completely evaporated from a mind. <laughs> There's like nothing, uh, nothing joyful or positive in your yeah. life. Oh, did we talk about the cardboard love gun that was included in the album? I feel like we didn't. Um, I guess we're past it now. No, <laughs> I mean, it's it's neat. Yeah. I guess, Sorry, Chris. I, I cut no, in there. Go ahead. Oh no, that was very important. <laughs> yeah. The show's a lot better yeah. for it. Um, Again, you're welcome. Uh, just. Uh, I've been getting into a podcast a lot more lately. I've been listening to Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast for a long time. Oh, yeah. And I just want to put out there, I he's been nailing it at the time we're recording this. He's on vacation in France, and it's just been great. He's been doing some podcast half cut in his hotel room. And I just, I love Bill Burr. It's, even if I don't agree with him on things, he's just one of the most naturally funny comedians out there. And. I, I, his podcast is amazing. I think he's genuinely like I. I think pound for pound, I think he's the best stand up working out there today, mm-hmm. right now. Um, his uh, special from twenty twelve, uh, especially um, you people are all are 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 all the same. Amazing, um, awesome, yeah, great podcast. Yeah. Old, old old Billy Redface over there. Mm-hmm. What's um, your Scott? Yeah, so I've um, caught a couple great documentaries lately. Um, one of which I wanted to, to point out um, for people that are interested in, in comedy, and that would be uh, on HBO. Uh, you can stream it on HBO Go or here in Canada, Movie Network or whatever. It's uh, the Gary Shandling the documentary. Right, that's der- a ser- der- it's a series. Well, no, it, it's, it's two, two parts. It's, a, it's about four hours, directed by Judd Apatow, mm-hmm. and... It's got it's just so deep and uh, Gary wrote like extensive notes and it really gets in on, on the Larry Sanders show and and, and stand up and just like just everything about the man in his mind. And he was just an incredible guy and a, a true loss uh, to the world of comedy and stand up. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyone that's, that's got the means to check out that doc, I, I highly recommend it. Yeah, actually, it. My, my, my buddy Brock recently watched that and yeah. was like, like very, very inspired by it. Yeah. It said it was one, yeah. of the, one of the best things he's ever seen. He wishes that he knew more about yeah. Gary Shandling. Well, the Larry Sanders Prior. show. Like, have have either of you guys seen Larry oh, Sanders? Yeah. No, I remember it yeah, being well, around when I was younger, but I didn't. It was dude. it was it was beyond me at that time. But well, now yeah. I really want to go back and check it out. Well, yeah, my my personal recommendation for you, Steve, is watch the fucking Larry Larry Sanders show. Yeah, copy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. Okay, well, that we're gonna be wrapping it up right away. Just want to make sure that we. Uh, uh, thank our guest, Stephen Kivett, uh, for coming on. Uh, Steve, is there anything that you'd like to plug before we get out of here? Um, actually, no. I don't. I don't no, really you're have. Not, uh, you're not working on a, on a film project right now. No, I mean, I'd like. I've, you know, I've, I've got some stuff that I'm working on, but it's not at the. Uh, yeah. It's not at the point where I can. I can. Uh, when's reference. That, when's that Liam Neeson movie that you guys were? Oh, you mean hard? Oh, hard powder. Hard powder. So it actually is finally surfaced. To a certain degree. For the longest time, I hadn't heard anything about it. I got a little bit worried. Uh, so for for our listeners, uh, one great thing that's happened to me over the last few years, my my last two big film gigs, Steve was working on set for both of them. That's right. And it was they're, they're the biggest gigs I've ever had in my life. And being able to like, see his stupid face 
and stop and have a cigarette with him and smile and laugh made, is really great. made everything so much better. It was mm-hmm. so much easier. And I just made me really happy. Yeah, yeah. me too. Me too. And, uh, and Steve has a more extensive IMDb than I do. So his star oh, meter wow, is probably yeah. way higher than mine, everybody. Yeah, potentially. Potentially. We, we almost got out of this episode without talking about, know, talking about credits. I had to get it right in at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to do it for us. Well, yeah, no, but remember, you can, uh, if you want to reach out with any questions, comments, whatever, uh, catch us at Detroit Talk City on Twitter and Instagram at Detroit Talk City Pod at gmail.com, Detroit Talk City.com for uh, anything else. Uh, I'm at Scatman Malone on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at L Chris Cook, E L Chris Cook on both. Absolutely. So. We hope to see you guys out there. And uh, that's going to do it for us today. And remember, it don't mean spit to us. That's a Fox and Crocs production.